Before we get started with today's episode, if you resonate with any of the topics discussed during the podcast, you will love my six-week Set Your Mind to It one-on-one coaching program. This program is designed to give you the support you need to help find your purpose and redirect your life so that you can create the life of your dreams. Head over to my Instagram at Michaela Campbell or click on the link in the show notes to head to my website where you can book in a free one-on-one coaching call to find out more about how I can support you to create your dream life. Hi, and welcome to episode 45 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips, and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young people set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So welcome back for another episode. I have chosen tonight to record, of course, as I have gotten into a habit of doing, I've left it until the last minute, still working on that all or nothing mindset, but It happens to be a very windy and stormy night, so I'm hoping that doesn't interrupt or affect the quality of this recording, but we're just going to barrel ahead and hope that it's fine. But again, just showing up imperfectly, I've actually been listening to a podcast lately that I've really been enjoying about the imperfects. That's what it's called. It's not about the imperfects. (laughs) It is called The Imperfects by... Hugh Van Kylenberg and Ryan Shelton and another guy Josh which is Hugh Van Kylenberg's brother and they're interviewing people so it's a great podcast and I've been listening to it lately and I think there's lots to be learned from that but it's just that little lesson that we're all imperfect and I have been inspired by that to shop vulnerably and do these podcast episodes and just stick to that idea of making these podcasts like chatty episodes like I'm your friend we're sitting down over a coffee and I'm being vulnerable with you and that includes telling you that I've left this till the last minute yet again I would love to act like I've got it all together and I'm super organized and I had these all batch recorded because I say that all the time that that's what I want to do and it hasn't happened yet but I'm imperfect and I think that makes it more relatable so that's what's going on for me at the moment and I wanted to do this episode about friendship. I I say this every single time, but I always kind of wait until something's happened and I'm like, yep, I'm inspired. There's some kind of story. I actually find that this is true for lots of people is that we learn from stories and we engage best with stories. It's how we've, I think, evolved over time to learn from, you know, probably our ancestors and to pass on knowledge through stories. Stories are such a good way to share information because we engage and listen and take on board and can pull meanings from it that then apply to our own life. So that's why I love it always to be a little bit of a story time. And I think for me, there's been a big focus around friendships over these last probably past few months. And it just seems to be a fitting time to do an episode about friendship today. And I want to do it from the lens of like, making friends as an adult. I remember when I started getting into personal development and into my little self-help journey, I was listening to a podcast called The Smart 20s by Sam Laura Brown, which is now called The Perfectionism Project, but at the time it was Smart 20s. And I think she had episodes about making friends as an adult. 
And I think it's probably something that a lot of us struggle with. I'm sure there's some people out there that are like, nah, I'm good. I actually find it really easy to make friends or they've got really good friends that they've had growing up and they don't need to go out and make new friends. But I would bet money on the fact that there's a majority of us that find it hard to make friends as an adult. And when you choose to uproot your life and move to the other side of the country, for example, like I did, you need to know how to make friends. And I've learned a lot about this since moving here. I've had a lot of insights about myself and why I perhaps struggled in the past. And I think it's just nicely come full circle now that it's a good time to share what I've learned. As always, this is just me sharing my own experiences. It's not to say I've got it all figured out. Like it's always going to be hard making friends as an adult, but I think I've gotten a lot better. Like if I compare where I was a couple of years ago, like when I was in uni compared to now, I wouldn't recognize the person that I am in terms of putting myself out there and actively seeking out friends and being the one to initiate friendship. That was not me. (laughs) And that's kind of one of the biggest realizations I've had. And I've drawn a lot of parallels to friendships with relationships and dating. And we'll get into all of that because that's pretty much all the episode is going to be about is like what I've learned over my experiences. So let's just get into it. Basically, I wanted to start with a little kind of shout out to one of my childhood best friends, Ella, if she happens to be listening to it. I don't know, but if she is, this is a little thing that I think I need to also let her know because she probably doesn't realize how much of an impact this had on me. But I remember when I moved to Perth, so I've been in Perth, meaning I moved from my home state of Victoria, which is like 3000 kilometers away in case you're not in Australia. And I moved here about what, 16 months ago now. So I've been in Perth for over a year and I remember about into that first month, two or three months, that kind of mark when I moved here, finding it hard to make friends and reaching out to Ella, who hopefully she doesn't mind me (laughs) sharing this, but I've always admired her ability to make friends. And she had done a similar thing to me the year prior in terms of moving states, starting completely fresh where she knew no one. And that was the same for me when I moved to Perth. I didn't have friends. I didn't have family here. That was like the number one question I got for like the first year that I moved here. It's like, oh, so I would be meeting someone new and they're like, oh, so why did you move to Perth? Oh, I love the beaches. Oh, and then they would ask me in return. So did you know anyone here? Do you have friends or family here? And I would say no. And they'd look at me like, oh, really? And I'd say yes. And we're like, oh, that's so brave of you. Because I think a lot of people are terrified of that idea of not even having a single connection, a single soul that they can go to for that comfort of, okay, I'm finding it hard to make new friends. I've got someone or even having a partner. I know of other friends of mine that I've observed moving to a different town, still within the same state, but moving a couple of hours away from home. But they've got that partner there that they can come back to and have the company of. And so I think when people hear that you've moved by yourself and you're so far away from those connections and the comfort, like, oh, they're quite surprised by it. And I do suspect it's because a lot of people are kind of scared and unsure about that making friends as an adult and not having trust and faith in the process that if they were to move somewhere and put themselves out there completely by themselves, there's that doubt of like, will I make friends? (laughs) Will I be able to make those connections? 
we're humans we're hardwired for connection so if you put yourself out there people tend to respond well to it which I've learned but anyways long way around about it I said this to my friend I said to her you've made friends so easily when you since you've moved to the Sunshine Coast like friends from all different areas of her life I was like how have you met these people like I honestly couldn't comprehend it now I kind of like I'm laughing just thinking about trying to put myself back in those shoes that I was in then I couldn't comprehend how she'd made so many friends I said to her how did you meet these people like are they from your work and she's like oh like some but like not really there were so many different people and she'd made like deep good connections with them well that's what I'd observed from an outsider perspective and I was in awe of that I thought how courageous how incredible and I thought that was a reflection on her I think the world of her maybe I'll tell her to listen to this episode as a bit of a hype up but I was like well of course she's gonna make friends she's incredible like who wouldn't want to be friends with her she's bubbly she's kind she's friendly she's outgoing she's intelligent and she's courageous like she's moved to the other side of the country like who wouldn't want to be friends with her so I'm like oh well of course she's made friends but I didn't think that for myself (laughs) so I said to her after being in Perth for a month or two like how did you do it how did you make friends what did you do and I think I always knew when I made the move that there was going to be a challenge and like it was going to be putting me out of my comfort zone to try and make friends but that was like not half the reason but one of the many reasons I did move to Perth was because I wanted that challenge I wanted to make new friends I wanted to seek authentic connections with people that were like-minded and that I connected with because of who I was and because I was showing up without pretending to be anyone else because I had stepped into who I was I was a bit more confident a bit more comfortable and didn't feel the need to please others as much like it's still there but I think I was a lot more comfortable to be like okay I'm gonna be who I am and see what kind of people I can attract into my lives rather than just who happens to live in the same town as me and I've learned so much like reflecting back on like my high school friends I've got so many beautiful friends and I think I'll come back full circle to this in terms of there's something to be said about the friendships that you have in high school or people that you know as like a mutual friend or that you grow up with or you spend time with in a setting where you share a group of friends because you've got other people to vouch for their character and who they are as a person so I'm jumping around all over the shop but I've got quite a few points that I was discussing today and I want to share here is that you know there's someone vouching for those people that you've had in your life for a long time I think like when you've had other people and those mutual connections when you make friends from scratch you don't have someone vouching for them you go if you got instinct and you think yeah this person's really cool I like them and get along and there's been a lot of lessons I've learned now that I have been in a new city for 16 months is that you continue to learn lots more about people and that people aren't always who you think they are and that's not a bad reflection on them or a bad reflection on me it's just that it can be hard it's just like in relationships when you're dating someone for the first time and you're getting to know them and you've got your rose-colored glasses on when you're getting to know them in the first few months and then you get into the relationship and then you start to actually really get to know them really deep 
and then you know maybe they do a few things and they muck up and they make mistakes and then you start to question is this a person I want in my life are they of good character of good morals do they have the same values as me and I think there's been a steep learning curve about that in terms of making friends and figuring out what kind of people do I want in my life but again all over the shop with this because I've got so much I want to share what my friend did say to me so back to that conversation I had a year ago about how to make friends she had an insightful observation because we got into a bit of a chat and I really do feel like I've looped this around but I swear I'll try and bring it all full circle we were having a chat and I said to her and actually this is sorry scramble brain but it'll make sense I listening to the podcast the imperfects I've been inspired by the vulnerability that they've shared. They've got this episode called The Vulnerability House because they drink tea while being vulnerable. And I've been inspired by some of the episodes. Like I listened to an episode with Hamish Blake and he was being interviewed in The Vulnerability House and it was inspiring to hear him be vulnerable. So I'm inspired to share a little bit more than I might be comfortable with normally, but knowing that it might make someone else feel that they can connect because it is a bit more vulnerable. But what I was going to say is I was sharing with Al that I found it really hard during university to make friends. So it even feels heavy just saying it because I've always been someone that I try to be someone who's easy to get along with. I try to be easygoing. I would be upset if people thought I was argumentative and you know maybe that comes back to some people please tendencies but I generally like to think that I can get along with most walks of life and that I can relate to different perspectives and connect with different people I found that during high school I took a long time as well to find my group of friends that really felt like friends and not just like people I had to please so I think everyone has different high school experiences and for me I didn't just spend six years with one group of friends. I was a little bit different in the sense that I after a year or two bounced between a friendship group and then another friendship group not because I didn't like those people just because I never felt fully connected. I always felt and this is a reflection on me not on these people that I was friends with at the time because they were all beautiful people but I can look back and see how hard that I was trying to fit in, that I was never being authentic to myself during high school. So it did take years and years of trying on almost different friendship groups until I found one that felt more authentic to me. And I'm so glad that I did that, even though it made different periods of high school a little bit challenging because I never really felt like I had that group that I'd clicked with from the start I had to really try and find my way there and then it wasn't until like the last two years that I kind of found that friendship group that I really connected with which then makes it hard because you don't always share the classes together and things like that so I didn't always feel like I fit in and I tried to find where that was and I wasn't afraid to try different friendship groups but it wasn't from a point of courage it was more that oh like who do I fit in with like I don't feel comfortable I felt on the outs a lot during high school with different groups and so I was like well I would get spoken over and I would feel like I'd try and say something and that I was being ignored or that it wasn't like no one cared what I had to say and that's not a nice feeling like (laughs) it's a bit of a turnaround now doing a podcast and just being confident that 
I care what I have to say and the people that want to hear my message will listen. But at the time when you're in high school, you don't always feel that. So basically, long story short is that by the end of high school, I found this beautiful group of girls that I'm still friends with and I'm so grateful for that. And I think one of the takeaways I had is that when you're with friends in a school setting, you can see who they are, how they treat other people and you've got other friends vouching for them or saying, oh no, not them. <laughs> like you get an idea and a sense of who these people are, especially when you're with them five days a week for you know, however many weeks a year, like you're with them a lot of the time. So you really get to know these people inside and out. And because I was okay to try out different friend groups, I actually ended up with a friend group that was full of beautiful girls that and guys actually that we didn't fight. We had good intentions and I'm so lucky to have found those friends. And I think that some people have a lot of a harder time during high school. So I think although I didn't always felt like I fit in, I never thought, oh, I hate high school. I just always felt like, oh, I don't quite fit in here. I'm a little bit on the outs, but I found my group by the end and so grateful for that because they've remained such good friends to this day. And I'm so, so grateful for that. And then my next experience of making friends after a gap year was uni. And this is the bit that feels a little bit more vulnerable because I found it really hard. I was in a relationship at the time and I'm not blaming that relationship. I just know that because I was in a relationship, I was too comfortable to then have to go and put myself out there to make friends. I think that I probably would have had a very different experience if I had have been single going through university because I would have probably gone to more things and done more things with them in a social setting like going out and making those friendships and bonding over that shared experience of studying together and always supporting each other and I didn't see that at the time and this is what my friend saw what Alice saw and she related to me in a way that I needed to hear because I mentioned these struggles about you know having a hard time finding my footing during uni I can put it down to you know changing which class I was in after the first year and you know all these kind of things are after the second year but she pointed out something to me that I was like fuck <laughs> to put it lightly fuck I wish I had of had this insight and the will to do something about it during that time because she basically said to me well Mick like yeah they didn't ask you to things but you didn't ask them to things and I just sat there when she like put it out there just on the table I was like oh yep like you're right I could count on one hand the amount of times I'd been the one to initiate any kind of hangout and then I wondered why they weren't super close friends with me like I was included in some stuff but I was like oh like I want to be included like I want to be friends but I hadn't made that clear (laughs) I hadn't put in the effort from my end I would reciprocate if they asked but then I realized that I had been so scared of asking for that fear of that they wouldn't return that feeling of wanting to be friends which in hindsight again like seems ludicrous compared to like how I think about it now but I was so scared and I missed so many opportunities because of that I think I could have had a completely different experience still being in a relationship at the time if I had have been willing to say hey 
do you want to grab a coffee? Like so easy now for me to do that. (laughs) But I'm sure there's a lot of people listening, yourself included, that might go, hmm, actually it's not easy. And I can totally understand that because it was so hard for me for all four of those years at uni to do anything remotely outside of my comfort zone that had the slight possibility of rejection. And so I didn't do any of it. And my friend just pointed out to me that I was always waiting for them. And I can put that again back to things like I could say and blame it on, well, I was living at home and I wasn't going to invite them over for drinks because it wasn't really like a super party house. Like that wasn't what my parents would encourage. So I didn't feel super comfortable, whereas they had like the share houses and the uni experience where it was fine for mates to come over and have a drink or do those kind of things. But at the end of the day, that's an excuse. I could have definitely done things that weren't just dependent on having a house that I could invite people back to willingly. I could have gone more out of my way to initiate, you know, just a coffee, a walk, a catch up. There could have been so many things I could have done. So although it sucked, realizing that well and truly after the fact of uni being finished and realizing that, well, there's a lot of friendships that I didn't really solidify because I didn't put in the effort to go that extra mile. It was a hard realization to go, ah, I've missed that opportunity. But I think I was very lucky because I then put it into action moving forwards. Maybe lucky isn't the right word for it, but I did take it on the chin. I was like, yep, that's so right. Like you've given me a really good insight and I'm actually going to use that to then make sure I don't make that mistake again going forwards if that's not what I want for myself. Not saying that that's always going to be a mistake for someone to not put themselves out there. But myself, bit of an extrovert, it was a mistake for me. I wanted to go out there and make friends and have those social connections and that support network around me. And I didn't create that environment for myself. So I'm glad I asked for her insight when I did move to Perth because it was around that time of only being here for a few months. And I got to then put that into play in all areas of my life. So then... I guess the next part of this that I want to share, so that insight from Ella was very useful. And that's the first part. The second part was that <clears throat> then I moved here and I took a job as an F45 trainer with one of the main reasons being to make friends. I had a full-time job. I didn't need the money, but I know that or I knew that I needed to make friends and I knew that I knew no one. <laughs> And I had to put myself out there. And, you know, a couple of weeks or months down the track, I was armed with that knowledge that I needed to be the one to reach out and make those connections. But I also needed to put myself in situations where I could do that. So joining a group fitness environment where I'm surrounded by people who also are into health and fitness and looking after themselves and being a better version of themselves like if you're exercising that's what you're doing and also I thought being surrounded by the workers would be fantastic because they're also going to be people that have similar interests to me probably quite social I figured f45 trainers have to be quite outgoing a bit extroverted confident and that's kind of all traits that I was drawn to I was like I like those type of people around me I like people who are positive and upbeat like you can't be a super negative Nancy and work as a group fitness trainer because you're going to bring down the whole vibe of the class and you're probably not going to last long in your job. So I took that job and 
lo and behold, for the first time in my life, I have found it so easy to make friends. And I don't think that this is because, you know, I took a job as a 45 trainer. I think that was just one of the many things that I did to make friends. But what I did once I had that job and put myself in a position where I could meet new people, I asked people to do things. I organized so many things like with that knowledge, being armed with that knowledge from Al about I needed to be the one to initiate things. I took that in my stride, like over this past year and a half or year and four months, I'm actually so proud of how many times I like, I could not count on hands, fingers and toes. I couldn't tell you how many times I have asked someone to go for a coffee, go for a walk, uh, come over for dinner. That's one that I've been loving doing. Like I love hosting people. I love, I've invited people over for drinks so many times. That's been a great one to socialize, gets everyone feeling a bit more comfortable. And then, you know, once you've had them over for drinks and you can have them over for dinner and it just kind of flows. And I've managed to get myself into a dynamic in a share house where it's comfortable to have people over and that's super okay. And it's all become like very friends. Like I'm friends with my housemates and they've become friends with my friends that I've made at the gym. And then I also, so I was working in a private practice. I made friends with the girls that I was working with there. You know, you start to do things maybe during your work shifts, like you grab a coffee together when you're at work. And then that turns into let's grab a coffee on the weekend and go for a walk because, you know, you're talking every day and you're interested in their lives and, you know, you might do something as a group and then you might do something one-on-one, but it's just flowed. But I've not been scared to be the one to do that. Sometimes I still have to remind myself though, that like, I need to keep on pushing out of that comfort zone because it can get really easy. What I found is, so yes, these friends flowed into my life because I was putting effort and energy into them. And also I became just like a big yes person. I've always been a bit of a yes person in terms of, I will try things. I will go to things. I want to be included. Like, yeah, might have a bit of FOMO, but I love doing things. I remember one of the first months I was here, one of the trainers I worked with, she asked me to go to a beer festival and I don't like beer. She knew that I didn't like beer, but she said to me, would you like to come to this? You seem like the type of person who would say yes to something like this. I was like, absolutely. I would love to. And she didn't have anyone else that she thought would want to go with her. And I was absolutely so keen to go with her. And so I think it just shows it's that two way street of, I was eager for connection, but everyone else around you is eager for connection. And that's one thing I really have found that having that belief that other people want you to reach out and make friends with you just as badly as you want to be friends with them makes it really easy to reach out because nine out of 10 times it will be received well. But I want to, again, be vulnerable. And I don't want you to think that it's all been perfect sailing because I was just thinking then as I was talking about this time where it was fresh in my mind, Allah had just told me that I needed to initiate and put in the effort into organizing things to make friendships and I had been for a few drinks met um, a new friend potentially and you know wanted to turn it from like a gym slash drinking friendship to maybe an actual friendship you know and I was speaking to Ella on the phone she's like just ask her for coffee she'll want to catch up with you like you never know you've got to be the one to put yourself out there and ask and so I remember 
trying like one or two times maybe three times I don't know but I do remember trying to be like oh we should catch up and then being like one day oh like what are you doing today like do you want to grab a coffee and it full flunked like (laughs) we never ever once caught up and I probably tried two or three times like just shot her an Instagram message and you know one time she was hungover the other time I cannot remember for the life of me but looking back I'm laughing about it at the time it sucked I was like oh why did I ask she obviously wasn't as keen as I was she you know she's grown up in Perth she's got all these friends she doesn't need more friends she wasn't that keen to become friends but looking back I'm glad I asked I lost nothing by asking my pride and ego might have taken a bit of a hit but that's fine it can handle it it probably needs it (laughs) and I think we've seen each other since then and it's just been a civil how you going like we have a little chat at the gym but there's been no friendship that's developed from that and that's fine that's the point that I think I've come to now to realize that if people reject your you know reach out your seeking friendship if they reject that it's not a reflection on you they might not be the type of person that wants more friends they might not vibe with you but guess what that's okay I've been saying this to other people you can be a peach and people can still not like peaches like not everyone's gonna like peaches (laughs) so it doesn't matter how juicy of a peach you are you're not gonna be everyone's peach you know and I think practicing that and being okay with rejection is the hardest but the best part of putting yourself out there and this is where I've drawn parallels to dating having been single for I think like two and a half years now I have put myself out there time and time and time again and I was having some interesting conversations on the weekend actually um, about putting yourself out there and I think initially I practiced putting myself out there with dating apps because it's a little bit less hurtful when someone rejects you on a dating app because you're like well they don't know me personally if they don't meet up with me that's fine but I have no qualms about asking someone to meet up on a dating app and then also following through on that and meeting up in person and getting to know someone and that's just like you do with a friend it's the same exact experience and I think that we need to get comfortable with meeting people and making small talk and trying to have that conversation flow. I know that's something that was been one of my fears is that I'll meet up with someone and not have anything to talk about. And one of the things that made me want to do this episode today was because I did actually reach out. And this is that kind of full circle thing of I reached out to another girl at the gym because like I said, it's a great way to make friends and we had some good chats and I just said to her during the class rather than on Instagram, this time I was like, better strategy, I got this. I just said to her, we should grab a coffee sometimes. I feel like we would have tons to talk about and she's like, oh yeah, sure. Like she'd kind of mentioned to me, she'd found it hard to make friends. I was like, oh, I found it easy. But like, like I said, I'd been reevaluating some friendships and about the kind of quality and the integrity of the friendships that I wanted to like the integrity of the people I guess I wanted to have around me and I've started to put a lot of value on like deeper chats and that emotional intelligence and having people that can push me and challenge me because I think when I first moved here I was like I would grasp onto anything that was superficial be like you want to hang out with me fantastic but there's been a lot of like making friends and connecting and then having to evaluate how well does that friendship serve me? Because some people are more willing to be friends than others and they will reach out and they will want to connect with you. And if you're a nice person to be around, 
people are going to want to hang out with you but then you also have to choose who you surround yourself with so I've kind of been curating friends and (laughs) it sounds a little bit brutal when I say curating but just choosing being very mindful of the people that I surround myself with because they say you are and I believe this like you are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with so I'm being very mindful of are these five people what I want to be the sum of and just looking at that but basically I reached out to this girl well, I said to her in person like we should grab a coffee and then this is what I want you to kind of take away from this is that people want to be connected with because I was fully intending on being like yeah I'll reach out and maybe send her a message and be like let's grab a coffee like follow it up like I fully meant it when I said that I wasn't just saying it for the sake of saying it and rounding off a conversation to be nice I was genuinely intending that and was happy to follow through and take action if she wanted to hang out and then because people want to connect they seek that connection I got a message from her a few days later before I'd even had a chance to message her to be like hey would love to take you up on that offer of coffee and then from there we end up going for a walk just today and it was fantastic like just what I want you to like this is just one example of like different friendships I've formed but the same kind of approach you know it failed a year ago do you want to go for coffee maybe not but it doesn't mean you stop trying because there's going to be people that want to connect and when you connect and make new friends it feels incredible because you get the chance to surround yourself with people. I think the one thing I, I'm so thankful for when I've made the decision to come to Perth and create a life for myself is that I've had to create friendships. I think the one risk we have with staying in one spot forever or for a long period of time is that we just let the people in our lives be our friends because of pure, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um convenience I was thinking like another c word but convenience not confidence or whatever I was thinking pure convenience and I remember again another one of my friends like this whole year I've had so much time to reflect on friendships but one of my friends B she has had that experience and we were chatting about it of she's been the one that stayed in the same town and I've been the one that's moved away and so we're just chatting about that about how hard it is to make friends in a town like not a small town, but like small enough, like 200,000 people, how hard it is to make friends with people that are all there in that same spot and haven't tried to change their lives at all. They're stuck in their same friendship groups. They're not open to making new friends. And that's another thing that I wanted to share is that I've learned kind of who might be willing to connect and make friends with me because I'm like, I guess, an outsider and like, quotation marks in terms of not being from Perth so many of my friends are not from Perth because those are the people that also want to connect because they don't have a support network here and they want to create a support network so sometimes I can be a little bit cheeky I'm like you know where you're from and you get a bit of an idea that they're not from here you're like oh maybe they'll be open to it because I even thought back to someone that I did ask to hang out they were from Perth they already had a lot of friends And that's great for them. It just maybe meant that at this time that I asked them, they didn't have room for more friends. And again, that's not a personal reflection on that she didn't like me. It was just not the time and not the place. And it can just be like relationships. Not the time, not the place. Doesn't necessarily mean you are not the right person. And so I think I've gotten a lot better at not taking it personal. 
and continuing to just try and try again and being willing to also like end friendships and to start new ones. I think when I was back in my hometown, I wasn't ending a single friendship. Like, why would I? Like, (laughs) you have your group, you have your friends, you don't end friendships. But I think as an adult, we grow and we change. And again, it's that parallel to relationships of you end relationships because you grow and change as a person and they no longer serve you. Why should friendships be any different? Why should we continue to put up with toxic people who no longer match our values or our vision for our lives? We can go, okay, I love you, but I don't want to spend as much time with you. I do need more space from you. And you can do that from a healthy place. And I've had a lot to reflect on and figure out how that fits into my life on distancing from people and how much time I want to spend with them and what those friendships look like. And I think that's just been a part of the whole process of like learning how to make friendships and learning that friendships are a journey. Like they're not just, you know, you get on the friendship bandwagon and it's just, yep, you're good, you're on, you don't have to worry about it. You have to continue to choose if that friendship serves you or not. Because as an adult, when you're making friends, you're learning a lot about people. Just like you do in a relationship, you learn whether you connect, whether you don't, maybe you start to grow apart and you need to continually reevaluate. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm along for the ride. They're only a friend so it doesn't matter because in a relationship you would evaluate and be like, well, this doesn't serve me. This is holding me back. Friendships can be just the same. And I think that's just one of the many takeaways that I've had over the past 16 months of creating a support network around me because that's one thing I think you need is a support network and that's one thing I've done an episode on like the difference I think I've done an episode on the difference of being alone versus feeling lonely I remember when I was in my relationship and again not a reflection on my relationship I just remember this one particular night when I felt so lonely like so lonely laying in bed talking to my partner at the time and just having his support but didn't have anyone else's I was so alone because I hadn't reached out and I hadn't built myself a support network and maybe this as well like making friends I did learn a lot about coming out of a breakup learning that I needed to build up my support network like a lot and that was also something I think I mentioned in the episode of how to be happy on your own you that you need a support network but I've just gotten so much better at like building it up from scratch like back then going through a breakup I just rebuilt the relationships that I'd neglected but now I'm really good at like nurturing new ones and reaching out to people and just being like come over for dinner and like being generous with my time and my energy and sharing that with people being like I want to have your company and enjoy being around you and I'm quite extroverted so I really enjoy being surrounded by people like I actually love being in a share house now whereas previously I was like I love my own time which I still do love my own time, but I've gotten to this point where I just really enjoy the company of others and that's not going to be for everyone. There are going to be people that are introverted and they're like, Michaela, fuck off, this sounds exhausting and that's fine. But you still probably want some people that you can have as your support network. Not all the time, maybe not as much as I enjoy being around people, but for some of the time because it's so important. We need that connection. It's what makes us human and it's what makes us happy and what's it is what makes us enjoy our human experience when we get to share it with others like otherwise what's the point and a lot of this is another thing I was thinking I should do like an episode on but 
when we just focus on ourselves, that's when we suffer. Like self equals suffering. I don't know who said it, but it's so true. When you can focus on others, on giving to your friends, making them happy, enjoying their company, when you're focusing on others, not yourself, your life just becomes a whole le- whole less lot mis lot oh my gosh a whole lot less miserable tongue twister for the end of the night but those have been my takeaways about friendship I think that's pretty much most of the points that I wanted to cover there was quite a few parallels in my head that I had about dating and friendships and just that fear of rejection and thinking that if it doesn't work out like you're a failure but we all know that's not true for relationships or dating and that there needs to be a level of vulnerability and authenticity when putting ourselves out there to meet new people. And I guess the final thing that I probably want to finish on is just that when you're putting yourself out there, whether it is dating, because they are like the same thing. This is what I was speaking about today when I was out for a walk with my new friend <laughs> was that we had some really good chats about all of this, like the friendship element is that you need to be authentic and vulnerable and show up as you because otherwise how are you going to connect with people if you're just pretending to be someone else and I think that's probably why I found it the easiest this time around like I feel like each of my each part of my life has been a phase like high school and uni and now Perth they've all been phases of my life and I feel like this phase has been easiest because like in terms of making friends because I've been most willing to show up as me I'm not trying to please anyone else in terms of pretending to fit in. Like I really haven't tried to fit in in Perth. I think I've shown up in places where naturally I probably am similar to people in terms of like the health and fitness industry, working with physios, working with F45 trainers. I've worked with like Pilates instructors. So I've shown up in a lot of spaces where we've got similar interests and values in terms of health and fitness and growth and learning all those kind of things but I haven't tried to pretend to be anyone else I haven't tried to dim myself or try to speak at the right times I've just let myself be unabashedly myself I say silly things I let myself be a bit more goofy than I might have and I also let myself be passionate about personal development and I tell people that you know, I have things like a podcast and that, you know, I've just started my own business. Like I'm not ashamed anymore that I maybe feel like a little bit different, that I want more from life, that I'm obsessed with like bettering myself and improving myself. And I've started showing up differently, like on social media, I'm happy to share things and share quotes. And I don't mind so much if people judge me. So I'm a bit more accepting and I keep on saying, I think in these episodes, I'm going to do an episode on fear of judgment. I haven't yet, but I'm a lot more willing to accept judgment from others and not let it mean so much be like yeah they can judge me it doesn't change what I think about myself as much anymore and so then that means I can show up as me and then that means people can be friends with me (laughs) because they know who I am before when I was trying to fit in they were like I don't know who she is I'm just whoever they I I was being whoever they wanted who I thought they would want to, to see which wasn't a very interesting person Because I was hiding back the things that made me different, made me unique and made me not fit in. So now I've kind of gone, well, I might not fit in, but that's okay because I've moved across the country. I know how to be on my own. I love being on my own. I've camped for three weeks by myself 
I can be on my own. So if I don't have friends, it's not going to break me. It's not going to shatter me. I feel resilient. I feel strong, but I do want connection. So here I am, flaws and all my, you know, (laughs) goofy, but also serious self with all my interests and passions. And then those people then get to choose if they want to connect with me. And it's meant that the connections are deeper because the people that see me, see the authentic me and they like that and they hang around. The ones that don't like it, don't hang around, but it's not personal because I'm not everyone's peach and you're not going to be everyone's peach either, but it's okay. So I think that's enough. It's probably plenty of talk about friendships for, I think we've hit it almost the 44 minute mark. So thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this kind of content about accepting yourself, getting over fear of judgment, stepping away from people pleasing, reaching out and being courageous. I think so much of this has been about being courageous, putting yourself out there and being willing to risk rejection. Then you should reach out to me if you are struggling with any of these and we can do coaching because these are all of the topics that I coach people on, all of the mindset around it, all the strategies that you can implement, all the tools that we can use to help you become that person who's chasing your dream life, creating that environment around you that you love. And that's what coaching can do for you. It can support you to make those decisions for yourself, to give you the courage to do it and know that you've got someone in your corner, being a cheerleader, backing you all the way to make sure that you're happy, content and doing all the things that you want to do with the support of someone. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, reach out, I'll pop the links in the show notes for some coaching and you can jump on my website, book in for a free coaching call And we can have a chat about how coaching would serve you because in coaching, we just work on all these things that I chat about on the podcast in a reformed, concise manner to get some awesome results, to create a dream life that you love heading in the direction that you love so that you can chase your purpose, because that's what it's all about, setting your mind to it and creating a life that you love. So thank you so much for listening and I'll chat to you guys next time. 